0: One. Woo! Issue 2! I got no idea what's going on! Yeah, no one does. Issue 2 is bad. But at least the scrolls are in it. Scrolls from Outer Space! <laughs> hey, I'm Jason! I'm John! And this is Year 1 Comics, Season 1.
1: Episode Two: The Fantastic Four Number Two, <laughs> Grawls from Outer Space.
0: I have no idea what we're doing.
1: This is from January of 1962. We are on a bi-monthly schedule, every other month for this comic, because I don't think Marvel had any comics on a monthly schedule at this point in time.
0: This is like a yearly schedule. The last, the first issue was out in 1961.
1: That's where, that's where I'm going to insert the boo. Uh, all right, here we are. We don't have a lot to cool, talk great. about this. We can ju- just jump right into this.
0: Oh, you didn't want to like ask me how my day was? What how was, was your day? On? I got a new card. A new card. A new card. What
1: kind of car did you get?
0: I got a new Jetta. It's my fifth Jetta. Wow! I get a different color every time.
1: I saw it. It looked very. It looked like one of uh, Jenna Van Dyne's flivers. <laughs>
0: fabulous fliver. Do you know why I got my new car?
1: Because you just turned twenty one and you got your inheritance. <laughs>
0: my uh, parking brake broke. Wait, that was. Uh, a... My, I drove stick. Oh,
1: that was a stick. That you my, had. my
0: other one, yeah. Every other one I've had has been a stick. Really? And I was pulling into my parking space at work, and I pulled the parking brake, and it just went. whoop. How I, old was that I car? Up, it was four years
1: old. Wow. Now, maybe now, no. It was a it was a twenty fourteen. So it was four years old. Did you had you been exposed to cosmic rays? <laughs> had you been yes. bitten by some sort of irradiated I didn't, insect? Didn't know my own strength. Have you just hit puberty and your mutant powers have kicked in? No, I
0: had felt uh, over the previous week. I had pulled the uh, parking brake, and I could feel, it seemed like it was a little loose, but it worked fine. And then the one it just didn't even make a noise; just pulled straight up.
1: Had you just eaten a can of spinach?
0: And I said, this car's broken. I want a new one.
1: Who did you send it to? Just whoever was in the parking Myself.
0: lot? Myself. I was uh-huh. sitting in the car. I pointed in the rearview mirror at my own eyeballs and said, this one's broken.
1: It's a very... I really like... I actually saw your flimmer, and I really do like the uh, the new jettis I've always liked Jettis I like Volkswagens. Not enough to buy one, but enough to enjoy them. We are a Volkswagen
0: family. My wife's on her fourth Volkswagen. What did she drive? She's got the new Atlas, the big seven-seat SUV thing.
1: I really like... Lo- this is... <laughs> Of interest to nobody, mm-hmm. but I really like the the non-Volkswagen dealerships in the area. They treat me very well.
0: The non-Volkswagen dealerships? Yeah, the
1: Bobby Hall uh, group of dealerships, they treat me really well. Wow. I hate my car, though. <laughs> so, you know, there you go. I do not have a fliver.
0: I usually don't. My last car I bought, I bought my last Jetta because my third Jetta just died one day it was leaking some fluid and i was on the way to the garage and the car died at an intersection i could see the garage from where i was we'll have to and uh, i called the dealership up and i said i want a new jetta i don't care what color i don't care what's on it give me the cheapest one you have on the lot work up draw up the paperwork and i'll just come over and sign it and take the car nice they did
1: i now that you have this new this new car we will have to take one of our trips uh to the basement of an old church and look at moldy comic books yes for our next year one miniseries which i think is going to be the first 12 years of first 12 years, help me. Well, we're going back to the Avengers? First 12 <laughs> issues of Hank Pym's, uh, oh, could you imagine? Tales to Astonish? Don't yeah. we
0: have that? I have that, what, what were those collections called that Marvel did, the black and white ones? Essential? You I have, have the a, Essential? Essential Ant-Man.
1: Why? What did, what did...
0: I used to own a comic book store, remember?
1: Why? <laughs> no, well, I don't, don't know why. <laughs> it was a why bad business decision. First, I mean, uh, you know I'm a bigger Hank Pym fan than most, but uh, mm-hmm. those are not good comics.
0: I think at the time when I owned my store, we were talking about doing something. And because we bought... Uh, you have the Essential Moon Knight, don't <laughs> the you? Freaking
1: friggin' Moon Knight. It's yeah. a work.
0: I have Moon Knight. I have Ant-Man. I have Essential Iron Fist, I maybe, think.
1: Maybe we should do the Moon Knight at some point in time, just so that I won't... know I didn't <laughs> buy those comics in vain.
0: <laughs> We've got a, whole, a long list. We can go on and on and on. But we should probably get to the Fantastic Four, or we'll never get to the other ones. To the what? Fantastic Four.
1: Oh, are we doing a podcast? Number two. All right, number two. It's the scrolls from outer space. Yeah. Dun-dun-dun. We begin off the coast of Texas. Sure. Where Ben Grimm... Is swimming. The Thing. A
0: man made of rocks. Is swimming. (laughs) Is swimming.
1: As, again, one thing people know about rocks is their buoyancy. Mm -hmm. Very buoyant. He swims out to this platform and starts destroying... Sinks the whole thing. Yeah. Yes, he he destroys one of the pillars and the platform topples over. Luckily, of course, everyone survives getting away in a boat, but The Thing swims (laughs) away laughing. Yes. He's an imp. What a little prank from him. That'll show him. Scene shift to I, one of I America's <laughs> to one of America's most expensive jewelry stores.
0: One one of the jewelry stores that you know just has giant diamonds on pillows.
1: Yes, right. Okay, so first of all, could you put this on an anklet for me? <laughs> first of all, it's not jewelry. It's just a diamond. It's just a diamond on and, a pillow. On a pillow. <laughs> He's showing this diamond on a pillow to Sue Storm, who he says he wouldn't normally show this to just anybody, but since it's her. Wait, who is she?
0: She's Sue Storm.
1: Is she a celebrity now?
0: She's wearing a hat.
1: I mean, <laughs> the Fantastic Four have gone on one mission that we're aware of in the middle of nowhere yep. where they bait up someone no one's ever heard of before.
0: Mm-hmm. And no one even saw them do it. So are they celebrities? Uh, apparently. Sue
1: Storm picks up.
0: A- the diamond's worth $10 million. Wow. Which
1: in 1961 money, I mean, in today's money, that's probably like 40 or $50 million. I would
0: think. And it's on a pillow. I don't know if we mentioned that. <laughs> Because he has no use for it. There's no one that lives in Central City that's going to buy a $10 million diamond, so...
1: What do you think the pillow is worth? (laughs) I think...
0: Yeah, some dust on it, right?
1: So Sue Storm picks up the diamond and then turns invisible and disappears. She stole the diamond. Yeah, the s- I have a
0: problem with that.
1: Well, so do they. They're very unhappy that they stole, her, <laughs> that they stole the diamond.
0: When she was drinking tea with her friend last issue, the teacup that she was holding didn't disappear. And neither did the money. And when she tried to give money to the taxi driver, the money didn't disappear. So why would this diamond disappear?
1: Yeah, we'll talk even more about that in a moment when we find out how well, this yeah, was done. Let's see what's going on here. Because it makes even less sense then. I guess. Well, yeah.
0: No, yeah, you're right. It makes even less sense. It's probably fatal at that point.
1: (laughs) Scene shift again to another fantastic event.
0: The unveiling of a Confederate
1: (laughs) statue. it very much looks like the unveiling of a Confederate statue made out of solid marble.
0: (laughs) Dateline, Charlottesville.
1: All of a sudden, the human torch flies down, completely melts the statue.
0: Melts solid marble. To... Is that possible? Is that a
1: thing? I do not know what the melting point of marble is, but I would imagine that...
0: Just flying past it probably wouldn't melt it.
1: You wouldn't think so, no. And again, he flies away laughing. These fantastic Fourers are such scamps.
0: Is that guy wearing a hat or does he have an afro? (laughs) I
1: think that's a hat. Okay. People with the afro probably don't go see the dedication of the Civil War statue. Good point. One final deed. We go to a power plant in the heart of the city <laughs> where a giant, or not a giant, where an arm elongates. Wait, no, sorry, that's that's another character. It stretches through a window and apparently shuts the power <laughs> just, off to the entire city by flipping one switch.
0: Just flips the switch. It
1: seems like you should probably not just have one switch that turns the power off to the entire city. We find that Reed Richards has done this.
0: He's chuckling with his white teeth. Ha
1: ha 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 ha. The Fantastic Four get together, and we soon find that they're not the Fantastic Four at all. They're a bunch of aliens. They call themselves the scrolls and yep. they're green and they have ribbed chins for your pleasure.
0: And their jawlines make them look like Canadians from South Park.
1: <laughs> it's Terrence and Philip. <laughs> and they the the scrolls have the power to shapeshift. So we find out that the thing, the one impersonating the thing the scroll thing, the screen, had a <laughs> electronic, electronic detonator. Yeah, electronic detonator that he used to destroy the power Concealed plant. Concealed
0: in his hand. Yeah. Did
1: he slide a compartment <laughs> open? Is he
0: a robot? That
1: looks really painful.
0: I'm a scroll. I can change shape, but I decided to climb inside this thing shaped robot. And robot. the
1: the Human Torch <laughs> one has a anti gravity gear and a low velocity thermal bomb.
0: There's a thermal bomb on his
1: chest to make him look like he's on fire. That seems highly dangerous. And of course, the Mr. Fantastic one it can just stretchy and change because that's what Skrulls do. But you missed the most important one. <laughs> but how did Sue Storm manage to steal that diamond, Jason?
0: Well, scrolls can change their shape, so she just made herself teeny tiny small.
1: But Jason, what happened to the diamond? <laughs> it crushed her. <laughs> this was not a well-thought-out plan. It makes no sense. Yeah, they would have heard the diamond hit the floor and probably heard her go... <laughs> <laughs> So these scrolls are very excited because oh, they
0: scroll all over this diamond now.
1: <laughs> their mothership is orbiting the Earth, and it's just waiting for them to discredit the Fantastic Four so they can invade.
0: Their them. mothership, the USS Stag Beetle. Nothing. <laughs> <That> <laughs>
1: Yeah, it's, it has horns. It's an interesting design. The next day, papers all over the country are declaring the Fantastic Four public enemies. Bunch of jerks. And the Fantastic Four have retired to a cabin in the woods. I don't know who owns this cabin, but I know that it's got animal heads on the wall and Johnny's packing heat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little worried
0: about. It's the Storm family ranch.
1: And who knew that Reed owned flannel? I would not have guessed that in a million years. Uh, the thing is, by the way, back in his trench coat, that's how they should have known that the thing that destroyed the platform wasn't the real one. He wasn't wearing a trench coat, a hat, and sunglasses. That's
0: his hunting cap, though. It's a different hat. <laughs> it is a different that's hat. It's his casual <laughs> disguise outfit.
1: I to—I really do want to know which one of the Fantastic Four are hunters. It's got to be Ben. Nobody else seems like they're, because Ben pulls a, a giant bear head off the wall and throws it through a window. For no reason. Because he's angry. The thing is angry that people would think he's a monster.
0: He's angry because Grimace is getting more publicity than him
1: <laughs> damn purple man and Reed does what he always does when Ben is angry, which is wrap him up in his arms. Mm. They have a it's, loving relationship. It's so
0: soothing. <laughs> what happened to Thing's face? It <laughs> just slid off. Rock
1: slide. As the Thing is ranting and raving, Reed uses the opportunity to recap their origin from last issue, and we find out one thing we didn't know, which does is that, Reed, is that Reed recapping it or is it Ben? No, it's Reed. See those. Little, oh well, that's right. No, it's uh, his little okay. Noggin.
0: Yeah, later I think Ben
1: does it. We find out that it's <laughs> his little dog. <noggin>. Reed. <laughs> Reed managed to uh, to signal for help by a passing plane by throwing his arms in the air like he just didn't care. Mm. But his arms go way up. And I, I can just imagine the pilot on this plane when he sees, like, what, like two hands? Showing. Yeah. Knocking on the window. <laughs> hello! <laughs> uh, well, they can't even go hello because it's just a hand.
0: One hand's knocking, the other one's pointing down.
1: <laughs> so anyway, the Fantastic Four isn't sure what to do, but they won't have long to figure it out because... Because
0: the Vietnam War just broke out.
1: <laughs> it is. What
0: is going on? The
1: army is sneaking through the tall grass in the rice paddies around the
0: the fog
1: around the cabin where they basically pull out a bullhorn and say surrender and the FF say yeah okay and they surrender so the Fantastic Four are captured by the army and they're all put in separate cells
0: cells that were built so that they couldn't use their powers to escape them but but that's just what they do
1: the first (laughs) one to escape and this is my favorite thing is Sue Storm escapes by turning invisible
0: (laughs) and when the when the soldiers come to bring her her meal she just walks out past them (laughs) But she shoves them because why would you do that? If she would have just waited and just snuck out between them without touching them, they would have had no idea. Guys. But she
1: bumps them and the guy blows the whistle. I just want to say, guys, Mm. she has one power. Right. And it's to turn invisible. You'd think
0: they would have put her in a foggy room or something where she couldn't...
1: You have to assume as soon as you open the door, she's going to try and invisibly rush out. There has to be
0: something that would control that. Uh, I don't know. Chain her to the wall?
1: I don't know, don't open the door to feed her. In prisons now you don't, you know, we've all seen Oz. You you open up the little slot, you slide the tray through. Why do they open up the whole door? Why don't they like
0: spray paint her or something? <laughs> <laughs> they just tag her so they know
1: where she is. Call in Banksy. <laughs> So, the others managed to to get out. The torch pulls up the torches, and this will be a staple of the next few years of the Silver Age. The torch is in an, is in an asbestos room. Mm. It's amazing that he's not dead by now. <laughs> Tor-
0: torch passed away at age 34. It's... It's of so mesothelioma.
1: Yeah, because he's ripping at the asbestos with his bare hands to try and get beneath it, and he manages to pull up a little bit of it. So he so
0: he finds a vent, and then he has oxygen, so he can burst into flame.
1: The the thing just keeps hitting the wall till it comes down and escapes. And Reed Richards, Reed manages, Richards manages to find a rivet. Oh, that's creepy. <laughs> And squeeze his body through a rivet hole. So they, they
0: escape. They escape. And they run away.
1: They steal a, they steal a helicopter.
0: These because- are the, the pages. I I know we've talked about Kirby and how he comes to like create all these fantastic machines and these like overwrought costumes and everything's crazy. I had pointed out to you earlier that uh, these pages, Kirby seems to have forgotten to draw backgrounds. So we barely know that any of the Fantastic Four are even in rooms. There's like a wall behind them. Maybe an angle in a corner and that's about it. When when the army came to their cabin, it was just like a cabin in in a white space. It was really foggy, I think.
1: And let's be honest. Jack Kirby is an artist who, while he's not always to my taste, he's an artist with a lot of power, who is certainly one of the greats of the comic book field. That being said, this is horrible art. To be fair to Jack Kirby, he was drawing probably six books a month at this point in time. Yeah, I
0: was just going to say, there was probably a time crunch for all of this. And
1: his art on the Fantastic Four, it will expand and just kind of blow up in an amazing way by the third. 30s and the 40s of this title. Which we'll never see. Yeah, which we won't. And, and by the by, like issue 60 and 70, you can tell that Stan Lee's base could just call him up. I mean, no matter what the genesis of this, we talked last episode about who created what with the book, no matter what it was at the beginning, you can tell by like issue 70, Stan's like, we need a Fantastic Four issue, just draw whatever you feel like. Right,
0: just leave me a couple spaces to put a word balloon in.
1: Yeah, because Kirby is just going crazy in the best way. But these issues, no bueno. Nothing. The Fantastic Four go to one of their many secret apartment hideouts. <laughs> yes. How many do you think... For- Again, we have to wonder about funding. Second of all, how many do they need? Like, why would they ever need one secret apartment hideout? Multiple secret apartment hideouts.
0: How many fiancés is Reed Richards hiding? (laughs) (laughs) It's the pipe. No, we can't go to the Elm Street apartment
1: today. Wait, is it Tuesday? Reed Richards, once again, illustrates what a genius he is by coming up with a plan to catch the impersonators. And that is to have... That
0: plan is to put the teenager on the team in living peril.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that plan is to have one of them go out and pretend to be the people pretending to be them so that the other people pretending to be them will hopefully accost the one of them that's pretending to be the people that are pretending to be them, and then they'll have them. Is that right? You lost me. So... (laughs) johnny storm's gonna go out and pretend to be the scroll they don't know their scrolls, but pretending to be
0: the person that's impersonating yes. johnny storm and
1: he's gonna hope that he's gonna
0: the... infiltrate the group
1: he's gonna hope that the other fakers show up take him into their confidence and show him their headquarters
0: yeah and i'm not sure where the plan goes from there yeah me neither it well, seems to not may- make a lot of sense maybe
1: reed gave him the flare gun that says the fantastic four <laughs> just shoot this in one of their guts we'll find them <laughs> <laughs> light him up johnny what i don't understand is why johnny storm doesn't think that the first impersonator to find him will be the one that is impersonating him right how weird would that be who will immediately know he's not you know him johnny storm looks in the newspaper and finds out that there's a new rocket that's going to be tested and so he's gonna go and pretend to be him and the thing just thinks this is ridiculous the kid shouldn't go which is actually a very reasonable thing to <laughs> say the only adult in the room and and reed Richards is like shut up shut up thing I know what I'm doing. Get out of here, kid. Go yeah. risk your life.
0: Uh, the world already hates us. Go blow up some rocket that they're trying to test.
1: Sue tries to convince the thing not to be bitter. Johnny says he's not holding a grudge, and off he goes. Where he indeed destroys the rocket. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. The military is like firing tanks at
1: him. Their tanks are firing at him. They're not. It would be they're
0: shooting tanks at him.
1: <laughs> It'd be great <laughs> if they were actually firing <laughs> tanks at him, like in a giant slingshot, like a catapult.
0: They're using their tank gun. (laughs) Uh, Yes, it's artillery being fired at the Human Torch, which seems safe.
1: I mean, he's fine. Yeah, well, he is fine because apparently this is the same uh, military that will soon not be able to hit the Hulk, a giant eight foot tall rampaging behemoth. I
0: guess he lands
1: somewhere. He, he lands, and luckily, the right fa- by the
0: sedan full of scrolls.
1: Yeah, the fake reed and sewer there, and they're like, "Hey, taking what- a stroll." And they're like, "Hey, what are you doing? Why are you destroying this?" <laughs> That's fine. Just come with us.
0: We were on our way to go see Cat Baloo. Why don't you jump in the back seat? We'll catch a flick at the cinema. Seriously, why are the two of them driving around in a car?
1: So they take him back to their headquarters where again surprise surprise the third scroll is like that's not one of us that's the real human Torch. Wait that's me surprise surprise Johnny does have a flare gun. You were right. And he shoots a big four out the window.
0: Idiot. I don't know why I didn't shoot the scrolls. <laughs>
1: <laughs> then he turns into the human torch only to be accosted by the fake human torch who has set
0: himself on fire
1: it runs right into the human torch the real human torch and, and apparently their flames cancel each other out yeah magnets so the scrolls are now going to kill Johnny that scroll doesn't have a hat on he looks weird <laughs> he looks so- I was so taken aback by that. Where's that? <laughs> Where's his hat? Who's that guy? I have to believe that that's the human torch one and all of his clothes burned off, which means he's probably completely naked. Is that Ed Asner? <laughs> Just before, before the scrolls can kill Johnny, though, the Thing breaks down a wall and comes charging into the room.
0: Because if anything, the Thing is known for being ultra fast.
1: <laughs> yes, it is, again, a defining characteristic of rocks.
0: He sent the flare up and three seconds later, the Thing burst through the wall.
1: Well, I think what we're not shown of is. Of a 12 story building. <laughs> I think what we're not shown is this is next door to one of their secret apartments. <laughs> they were already there. Oh, crap. They're right next door. It's the new
0: neighbors. Oh, who knew? I thought they looked familiar.
1: The rest of the Fantastic Four show up. Reed is. I mean, Johnny. They were clearly, like, on the. They tw- were up floor. there. Yep. So Reed is apparently sta- is stretched all the way up to the 12th floor outside.
0: <laughs> he's reaching in the window like he's stealing a pie off Aunt B's windowsill.
1: <laughs> and he basically <laughs> slaps the gun out of one of the scrolls' hands and uh, Sue. Su- invisibly judos or trips no she just trips yeah she was just leaning against the wall she trips another one Reed it's, gets their gun
0: bad enough they call her the invisible girl but she is literally a wallflower
1: in this <laughs> oh I don't want to be a bother Reed's like tell us your mission and they're like you'll never get nothing from me copper <laughs> see so the thing tries to hit them with a desk <laughs> Is that a desk? Is that like an old-fashioned
0: refrigerator? I don't I even mean, know what it is. I, I like how Johnny's trying to stop him.
1: But I can tell you this. Reed does what he always does in these situations. Wraps him up. Wraps thing up in his arms. And then tells the scrolls, tell us what we want to know or the thing gets you. And basically they tell us what we already know, which is they have a mothership and it's orbiting the Earth. And once they've discredited the Fantastic Four, they're going to attack. And the Fantastic Four are like, what do we do? And Reed says, they masqueraded as us. Now we must pose as them.
0: Quick, put the kid on the spaceship. <laughs>
1: We find out that the, the ship they used to get up to their mothership is the water tower on top of the building. Mm-hmm. The FF jump in the water tower and head up to the mothership, where one of the oddest things in all comic book history happens.
0: Well, hold on a second. Is that all four of the FF, or is it the three of them and the scroll human torch?
1: I'm assuming it's all four of them because why would the scroll human torch not say something?
0: The only reason I say that is at the end of this issue, we only see three scrolls. Yes,
1: and that's a huge problem. Them.
0: That's why I thought the fourth one was the Human Torch one. And the Because uh, Reed says, when the Skrull's like, okay, cool, you, we can't invade this place, uh, let's go. And Reed's like, no, 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 we're going to stay behind and cover our tracks. Yes. I thought maybe they left the Human Torch one there because he was a scroll, And they left Johnny back at the apartment to watch the other scrolls with the flare gun because he could shoot him in the face.
1: <laughs> oh, wait, so... <laughs> Let's be clear. Let's, uh, <laughs> Let's be clear about this. None of the rest of this issue makes sense. No, there no, is it's so no, weird. There is no way to make sense of this issue. Let's take it one beat at a time. Okay. The Fantastic Four show up. The Scroll Leader is like, "Yay! The FF are dead or imprisoned, right? Let's invade!"
0: And they're like, "Hold on, son. We can't do that. They are crazy people, and they have they have an army of monsters. As you can tell by these illustrations I've handed you."
1: So Reed Richards hands them pictures. Well, pictures, drawings clipped from Strange Tales and journey into mystery coincidentally two comics that marvel prints mm-hmm. and the scroll and says that though that they are real and, and the scroll uh, leader apparently believes this because they can't tell the difference between photographs and drawings
0: but just in case he also says and uh, the earthlings have a bunch of space mines. yeah
1: yeah that's the ticket and and an army of giant ants that'll kill you Where, what <laughs> <laughs> you have to believe that if you have interstellar travel like these scrolls do you have some sort of sensors and you've noticed that there aren't giant insects on that planet. They knew that the Fantastic Four were there. Yeah, obviously right.
0: they knew what the threat was, although I'm not sure how four people in street clothes can like fight off uh, an entire race of aliens that are landing on a planet.
1: Also, they're in orbit. Would they not have noticed the giant space mines mm-hmm. by now? Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. And the fact that the, he's showing him drawings just makes no sense. <laughs> well, look
0: at the scroll. looking at the drawings. He's completely flabbergasted. He has no idea what's going on. Neither-
1: so, what's the, what is this? Ah, f-
0: Screw this place
1: Neither do we, Skrull Neither do we And then
0: Reed gets a medal
1: Yeah, the sc- sc- Reed has a scroll medal of valor of some sort Because yes, they, they say we need to skedaddle out of here And Reed's like, no, we're going to stay behind and cover our tracks so And that give- is
0: the most selfless thing a Scroll has ever done
1: Here, take this medal So it gives him a medal And he sends these four back down to Earth So by the dialogue here, they must all be the real Fantastic well, Four
0: Well, yeah, and the and the Human Torch is in the space capsule and so he,
1: Yeah, so as they're coming back down, they go through the, the cosmic rays again And the thing turns back into Ben Grimm. Mm -hmm.
0: Which I I think is uglier than
1: the thing. Apparently, they didn't go through the cosmic rays when they went up to the mothership. Nope. It's just
0: this one storm cloud that circles around. It's all timing.
1: They land back down on Earth. As soon as they land on Earth, they are captured by the police. Sure. Because they knew where they would be. They were waiting for them. Mm-hmm. They have lights on them, so there's nothing the Fantastic Four can do. Nope. Now, the... Uh... Lights and apparently a yellow curtain behind them? What is... <laughs> the thing is, Ben Grimm is very excited to not be the Thing anymore, to be Ben Grimm.
0: He's so excited that he turns back into the Thing.
1: Yes, so it lasts for all of about five minutes,
0: five panels.
1: <laughs> yeah, Reed manages to convince the police chief that they are not the villains everyone thinks they are, and he'll he'll prove it to them if they'll come with him to one of their secret apartments. So the FF and the police. <laughs> I have things I want to show you. Go back to the apartment where the scrolls have shape shifted into. A giant snake, a a spike monster, and a and an eagle, all of which are subdued by the Fantastic Four.
0: That's three of them.
1: Here's another question: Why did the scrolls stay in the apartment since no one was there to guard there them? There
0: was no one watching them. They could have disappeared and turned into anyone.
1: Do you think that doorknob technology is in some way they don't they don't understand
0: Maybe it? Maybe they were scared of the giant ants. <laughs>
1: You think Reed showed them the pictures before they went up to the (laughs) spaceship.
0: Don't you dare leave. You know what's outside this door?
1: Apparently, they were just like, well, the door's locked. I guess we're stuck. We could turn into anything, but I mean, the door's locked. What are we going to do?
0: I could turn into a key.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But the door's locked. Yeah, as you point out, they have three scrolls Mm. where there used to be four scrolls. Mm-hmm. At some point in time here, Reed says the fourth one is on his way to another galaxy now with the rest of his invasion fleet. But wow.
0: Yeah. But I mean, cuz they came back down to the planet the four of them.
1: So they never we never And they s-
0: couldn't have gone up with 5 because the scroll people would have been like, "Why are there 5 of you?"
1: And the other question is if they somehow sent the that scroll back with the invasion fleet would not the first thing he did be to tell no, That wasn't scroll- us <laughs> Yeah to tell the scrolls You were a fool. Like shouldn't we Hear the The screeching sound Of the mothership Turning around Somewhere near like Jupiter and coming back So it makes no sense Then
0: Again the plague Of never actually Defeating your villains
1: The police are like What do we do with them Because we can't Keep them in jail They'd escape To which I'd say They didn't escape From the apartment <laughs> just, Why would they Just lock the, from- the door They'll be fine Yeah it'll be okay <laughs> But Reen insists That he has a way To take care of this
0: he's gonna wrap them up in a big hug
1: <laughs> just so they, like the thing so they don't
0: want to be bad guys anymore. it would be
1: amazing if for the next 400 issues every time you saw reed he had three skulls wrapped up in his arms so what is what is reed's uh proposal
0: um apparently reed richards is a master hypnotist and he has convinced the scrolls to choose a form that they would like to keep forever and he hypnotizes them into believing that that is
1: what they actually are and what 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 form do they choose? They are cows. Cows. Three scroll cows. Always cows. Forever. Mm. One other question, though. When when Reed's talking to the police chief, the police chief calls him my boy and lad. From what I can see, Reed is the same age as the police chief, if not older. <laughs> I mean, it's hard to tell because of the way these people are drawn, but is I, Reed supposed to be a young man because his hair is gray?
0: I like the fact that everybody in the world wanted the Fantastic Four dead. They're being hunted by the military and everything else and they uh, they hide in their secret apartment and they come up with this plan to go up into space and convince the Skrulls to leave and when they come back down, they just tell the local police chief what happened and everything's fine then. yep, um, You're good. You're good in my book. The and- government's not after you anymore. I, I'm a chief of police So I can tell them to stop.
1: And not only that, but (laughs) even though we thought you were guilty of treason just, you know, yesterday or this morning, you know what? We're going to leave the fate of the first alien contact on Earth in your hands. You guys deal with it. It's fine. Yeah,
0: I don't want to do the paperwork. I mean, you already ruined a military prison. Through a bear head through a window. I, you guys scare me.
1: That's the issue. We will not see the scrolls again in the next 12 issues. What? They do come back uh to fight the FF many times. Uh, they don't do much though. And the next scroll and in in fact the next time we see them we will meet the super scroll. Super scroll. Click Clur Clart, he's a scroll, but super. But the scrolls, you know, we we we'll go get more background on them, on them as a species as, as the years go on. But basically, their gimmick of hey, we can change into anything, pretty much stays
0: works pretty well for them.
1: Yeah, I mean, we 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 talked with the in the Avenging Era about the Avengers uh, annual where that ability gets taken away from them after Galactus eats their throne world, uh, and then they none of them can change shape for a while. But we know that, that also doesn't stick because people realize that's what makes them interesting is their ability to change shape.
0: Yeah, otherwise they're just ugly green people.
1: But they will. We will see them so many times in the Fantastic Four. In fact, uh, one of them will eventually marry the Human Torch, and for a while, become a member of the team. Is that
0: Lyra? Yeah. Lyra.
1: And their biggest time in the Sun in the Marvel Universe was just about uh, ten years ago during Secret Invasion, mm. when they came to Earth, and we found out that they had taken the place of many people on Earth. And Jarvis was a scroll. They had taken the place of them like decades ago. Some of them, in yeah. some instances,
0: and they're going to show up in the new uh, Captain Marvel movie uh, next yeah. spring.
1: Scrolls are, you know, scrolls are fun. They're interesting. I like the scrolls. Closing thoughts on the issue?
0: You forgot to mention what happens to those scroll cows.
1: Well, that's the thing. So I think think this issue has caused more problems for writers who are worried about continuity than any other issue out there because you have two problems. What happened to the fourth scroll? And who thought changing scrolls into cows was a good idea? Like that was going to last forever. John Byrne does a, a run, or does a, I think an annual in his run of the book where he deals with the fact that people that have been drinking milk from a scroll cow for years, it's not good for you. I
0: was wondering what would happen if like one of those cows died and they, they turned it into burgers. or
1: And that, the people that eat the cow, becomes the basis for the scroll kill crew. Right.
0: Which was uh, 90s? Was that the 90s? That was 90s. Was that Mark Miller? Did he do that?
1: I think Grant Morrison and Mark Miller did okay. it. It sounds like the kind of thing they do. <laughs> yes, it totally does. This issue is a problem, and they will they will come back to it a lot. I would also say that this issue still doesn't feel like really like a superhero team. I mean, we're, it's basically a science fiction adventure. Yeah. To an extent, it's a monster. It's still a monster story if you consider the scrolls as monsters.
0: Our heroes, quote-unquote heroes, do the same thing they always do. Reed wraps his arms around someone. He reaches yes. far to grab something. Johnny turns into the human torch and flies circles around something. Yeah.
1: For being on the second issue, we are already establishing patterns. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Read and and Sue, you know, stands visibly in the background and trips somebody. (laughs) Right. Pretty much all she does, and the thing punches objects, not people. Yeah. And it's surprisingly little action. Still. Yeah, there's there's really not a lot of action happening. There's no big fights in these books. The fight with the scrolls lasts like Three panels.
0: I feel like they observe things more than they interact with things.
1: Yes. Yeah. And we, I mean, there was no real fights with the, you know, the fights in the first issue with the Mole Man's creatures were all one or two panels. Mm-hmm. That's it.
0: There's a creature. Now the creature's gone.
1: Yeah. There's no, we're not getting any kind of real action in this, in this comic yet. As
0: we're learning with this new podcast, how we want to format it. We had mentioned off microphone at the end of, of the first episode that we should find some sort of tag at the end, something to wrap it all up. Like we used to give our MVP awards and all that stuff during the avenging hour. And we fell upon the, since we're only doing 12 issues, uh, at the end of each one of these episodes, we're going to pose the question, if you were reading this for the first time back then, would you continue reading? And would we, you go to the next issue?
1: We recognize that can be a difficult question because you got to try and put yourself back in that mindset of what it was in 1961.
0: At the end of the first issue, we didn't mention it last episode, yeah. at the end of the first issue, I believe that I would have kept reading.
1: I would have wanted to know more about these people. Yeah,
0: there was enough curiosity because yeah. you didn't give me too much information and I'm like, okay, wait, where does this go from here?
1: And I think after reading this issue, I would want to keep reading because I think there would be enough there. Like, I'd be really curious. So if the thing did turn human again, like, that to me would be like, are they going to do something with that? Is this something that I'm going to see more of? I would be curious enough. I'd want to see that.
0: I would I would not be curious enough about that because I would think I don't care. <laughs> um, and the fact that we've pointed out these patterns that have already happened over two issues and the way how weirdly this one ended, I think I might have gone, no, no, that's, that's enough for me.
1: Interesting. Yeah. I think that's fair.
0: And and since I already have read the next issue, I am right.
1: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. It's a shame we'll eventually get a next time on boxes, but we're not getting those yet. They're mm. not telling us what's... Are they telling us what's going on no, next time? they have no idea. Yeah, that's a very good point. I doubt that they were planning these more than... I mean, I'm pretty sure that they probably called each other about an hour before they decided to be at the printer. We didn't mention that there's a wonderful pinup, the first of a series, a pinup of The Thing, which is so disturbing. And the little... The little <laughs> mini picture of Ben Grimm. I think you're right. He looks better as the thing.
0: It looks like Al Capone in that picture.
1: <laughs> it's just I I don't know what's going on in this comic.
0: Nope. But thanks for making me read it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and the next one. Yay. Housekeeping stuff. Follow us on Instagram at
0: uh at your one comics. And our email address is year one comics at gmail.com. And
1: you know, go to Facebook and search for your one comics. You might find us. I don't know where the Jerry's still out. I have no idea what we're doing. Still. All right.
0: Thanks for listening, everybody.